What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Brill, here to tell you guys about my friends from Big Friendly Productions. Now, they specialize in creating merchandise for bands, artists, and even lifestyle brands. With their in-house equipment, they can provide shirts, branded hats, and more, as well as some graphic design services. They offer order fulfillment to handle your online orders and ship your merch straight to your fans from their shop. Down in good old Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Now, whether you are getting your first shirt, you're just starting out, or you're going on a 40-show run, Hit them up for all your merchandising needs. Check out their website, bigfriendlyproductions.com, or shoot them an email, merchandising at bigfriendlyproductions.com. Now, we're going to get into the episode. This is Outside the Round with Matt Brill. Also, make sure you guys like, rate, subscribe, tell your mama and them. And for more details and uh, to get in touch with the rest of the familia, visit raiserowdy.com. Now, let's get into it. Outside the Round with me, Matt Brill, a Raise Rowdy podcast. This is Outside the Round with Matt Burrill for Rage Rowdy Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Outside the Round. Today, we've got a very special guest. we got our girl Carly Scott Collins from the Florida Georgia Line, not the band, the actual place. And Carly, you've been one of my, one of my favorite people the last like six months. We had you first at Outside the Round yep. when we first like rebranded, got connected through... So I think Bree over at Sony. Yeah, like that yeah, was, it was. Yep. And I and then um, I got to fill in for Ward at Whiskey Jam one night, and yes. it happened to be a night. I was like, "Oh shit, Carly's playing. Let's go!" And I was excited to see you there too. It's always nice when you see somebody you know because makes it a little more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So speaking of comfortable, you're about to be getting comfortable on stage. You got a tour kicking off. Oh yeah. With the one and only Larry Fleet, and it's funny because I remember you telling me when the tour was like getting confirmed. I had literally just that. That day, I think, I literally just found out that we had gotten the tour the day of the Whiskey Jam. So I was like telling anybody that would listen because I was thrilled. So, yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. And now what's the process been like of getting ready for your your first like long run of doing like touring stuff where it's consistent with the same camp where you got this this group of guys on the road with you as a band? You're, you're traveling so much far goes into it. There's yeah. so much more that goes into it than I ever realized honestly because I did like I don't know I've done like weekends here or there but honestly most of what I've done is literally just me and a guitar regardless so there's literally there's nothing it's literally like I have my guitar please give me a DI and that's it like <laughs> yeah. a mic and DI so I yeah I mean I, we've we've practiced a ton me and the guys actually yeah you helped me find my guitar player <laughs> shout, which out is to, awesome. shout out to Jake I'm, I hope I don't butcher his last name is it flag is it flaw I say flog. Yeah, it's flog, probably wrong Jake too. Flog. That's what we're gonna go with. But and you wanna know how I how I met Jake how? was at um, at Live Oak and then at Red Door. There was a night he was wearing a Creed hat. Oh. And we love like two thousands rock like that. Yeah. So I was like, bro, nice hat. And then him and I got to talking and it turned and then I saw him playing with some people. And then like a week later I saw you at Whiskey Jam and you were like, Hey, I'm looking for some guys to come out. The people the folks I've used in the past might not be available. Do you know yeah. of anybody looking for a gig? And I was like, Oh, I think I know the perfect kid you know what's so there. crazy that's like another thing that kind of went into it is like y- this was in may i think y- yeah and so we've gotten it in may the tours like september october and everyone i reached out to is already completely booked so i was like oh my it's just crazy how fast people book out so thank god you you knew because he's amazing he's great yeah. he's like he de- he's like 
had everything nailed down immediately. He's been super helpful also for me, like learning because I'm playing electric on the road too. I played some of the leads. Oh, sick! So uh, that's cool. I didn't know he, you. I didn't know you did that. Oh yeah, We're, it's rock and roll over here, Matt. <laughs> well, yeah, you're wearing a damn Metallica t-shirt. That's, oh yeah, which is just badass. <laughs> so that's he awesome. helped me. Like he he convinced me to buy a seven hundred dollar guitar pedal, and that was painful, but. <laughs> But so it's been fun. We've practiced a lot. And then, yeah, getting a tour manager, figuring out all the backline stuff, like all of that logistics is just, it's wild. It's yeah. really crazy now how goes into it. Now, you a big Larry Fleet fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've loved Larry for a while. So this, I mean, this actually, like, it's kind of a, a dream first tour for me a little bit. I think that, like... His music, he's like the kind of country music that I really love, like really thoughtful lyrics, really soulful voice, not just like I've got a truck and there's a hot girl in it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, I think I think that we'll fit in really well together. I'm excited. Yeah, now you talk about the kind of country that you like. Mm -hmm. What is Lake City, Florida like? Because I think, I, I'm, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, I think there's a loves there because I think I've fueled up. Is there a loves around Lake City, there's, Florida? Yep, there is actually. Now that you mean, yeah. I, that's something you'll notice. You're going to rack up a lot of loves points on the road being out there and the, with the guys in the loves band. points is a thing well yeah you get the rewards and then like you can use it on snacks and like the food that's in oh, there that's right. the things i've learned on the road been doing the tour manager thing in, in my past life <laughs> loves bucky's pilot and flying jay if there's nothing else available but like we have sns's so sns is like but it's like just in our area okay. so it's like we've got a lot of sns we've got busy b and x on oh, i've been to a busy b i love busy sure. bees are good it gets the job i mean done. the logo is literally like clean potties yes. and that's what yes. i look for in a gas station yeah which so. is exactly what you get with like <laughs> with bucky's and stuff but that's i think the only time i've stopped in lake city so what is growing up in lake city florida like oh my god there's I mean, there's literally nothing to do in Lake City, Florida. I mean, everyone, if you want to do something fun, you drive to like Gainesville or Jacksonville. But what we actually did for fun growing up was like arrowhead hunting and um, like driving around in the forest at night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like, I mean, oh, and then we also have like, we have these crystal clear springs. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but it's, so it's like, it's like attached to the river, but comes up out of the ground. It's 75 degrees year round. So Sometimes, like in the when it's really cold in the winter, it's like thirty degrees outside. We'll go get in the spring because it feels like a hot tub because it's still seventy five and the oh, air is wow. so they call it nippy dipping. <laughs> nice. <But> so <laughs> that's, we, that is some Florida stuff right there. <laughs> it is, yeah. So that was like a lot of a lot of just outdoors stuff. I guess we did a lot growing up. So. Yeah, I love Florida. I do too. I really do. Um, and I've been to all different parts of it this past weekend. Have you ever been to the Florabama? Have you conquered that yet? No. So that is in the, the Redneck Riviera. Uh, along the Panhandle, so it's like okay, near half Alabama. Of it, right? Half of it's in Orange Beach, Alabama. The other half's in Perdido Key, Florida. Well, you know, if it's in Alabama, it's, it's on the border. <laughs> yeah, it's on the border, and it's just it's just wild, like in the Gulf and stuff. So yeah. you grew up. So that's I'm guessing it's like the east eastern side of Florida. Or Please is it kind don't of in the ask center? me directions. <laughs> Mm, it's North Florida. North I know that Florida. part. But okay. It's like it's like basically thirty minutes from Valdosta, kind of like right in the middle. Oh, yeah. so South Georgia. Okay. So oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with South basically, Georgia. Basically, literally, too. South Georgia is kind yeah. of Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot travel stop in Valdosta. Oh, I thought you were gonna actually talk about Bigfoot. Oh, I was gonna say we about, we, we used to go Bigfoot hunting in the forest. What, what so a, I was gonna. What would a Bigfoot be doing in Florida, though? I don't know if a Bigfoot would be like or well, aren't they been they everywhere? They could be everywhere. I'm just trying to think. It's like Florida. You have like alligators and 
shit. Get yeah, a ton so of those. I actually have kind of a funny story about Bigfoot hunting. Yeah, so what you got? My aunt, um, my aunt, my well, my granddad owns sporting goods stores in like around the area, right? Oh, nice. So my aunt like runs a lot of them and so we would go Bigfoot hunting seriously, of course, looking for Bigfoot for a while. But then it became that I wanted to scare my friends when I was growing up. Oh, okay. So my aunt got a ghillie suit. You know what that is? Yes. From the store. She put it on. And uh, I would take, we would drive my friends and her son, my cousin's friends out to the forest at like 11 o'clock at night. And she would go like park her truck somewhere. And so we would walk down the trail. And of course I'm like snickering. I'm like, I know what's going on. She would like jump out in her ghillie, scoot, ghillie suit and scare everybody. But she said one time she was hiding behind her wheel, uh, behind her truck and a park ranger pulled up oh, and no. she was like he just shined his light on her and she's like squatted behind her <laughs> wheel in this full body ghillie suit That's he's funny. like what what are you doing she was like i can i can explain yeah. and he was like i've seen a lot of crazy things but this might be the craziest that one is, that is not not a florida man that's a florida woman oh right yeah there. yeah my aunt she auditioned for survivor she could shoot an apple off somebody's head wow she's she's cool she's a cool chick that's impressive so you spent a lot of time in the woods growing up yep. and, and doing doing like kind of living out a country song. Yes, except I cannot, I will not go hunting. I won't do it. No? No, I tried to go one time with my granddad and I cried, so. Okay. I, yeah. It's not for, see, I've never been either. Okay. I went to, I, w I did, um, closest thing I ever got to that, we have some friends that have some land in Alabama, in Autogaville, huh. Alabama. Middle of nowhere. It's okay. at, outside of Montgomery. Um, it's our buddies um, from Shackleford Lane. Uh -huh. We were just hanging around, we were just hanging out, riding around on the side by side, and they shot a quail, but the quail didn't die. No, I don't want to hear this story. Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> took care of it right above my head. And I was like, what is going on? Because I'm from New York. So yeah. I've never seen anything like that. It's a whole different, whole yeah. different animal no, down there. No, my granddad is like, my granddad's pretty hardcore. Like, we would go fishing and... I mean, he's literally, like, right in front of me. Like, we catch a catfish, and he'll, like, just, like, cut its esophagus out while it's alive. And he's like, all right, we're going to fish with this now. I'm like, oh, my God, we I want to go fish home. fish to, to get the other fish with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's, yeah. I'm a, I like to think of myself as a country girl, but it has limits. <laughs> yeah, so moving from, from Lake City up here to Nashville two yeah. years ago, did you feel some kind of, like, culture shock coming from small-town Florida to – one of the biggest growing, fastest growing cities in the country? To a point, yes, but also I lived in LA for like six years. Oh, I didn't know this. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. So, yeah, you. so I was used to when big did you, city a little bit. When did you go out to LA? So I was a child actor. Really? For a little while. Yep. Doing what? what From kind? like six to eleven, I uh, I was in some scary movies. So if there's any scary movie fans, I like, now I get the whole spooky thing with your with your aunt jumping out and scaring people, yeah. and you want to do that. It makes sense now. And it was it's actually so much fun actually to be on a set of one of those because I mean like the blood is just maple syrup dyed red. I mean it's a, it's a good time actually. But I quit when I was like eleven. But so I mean I was used to like you know big cities for for a little while doing that. But yeah. What's the child actor life like? I mean, honestly, I don't remember a ton of I was it because like, I was so those, young. Yeah, those years but, that everything happens like so quickly. Too. Oh, yeah. But it is like the entire it's the entire reason I ever picked up a guitar. So because I literally like I was 11 and there was this movie and 
I had gotten down to like the final two girls they were going to try to pick for it, but they were like, oh, but you have to learn how to play guitar if you want to get the part. And so I, my agent uh, hooked me up with this guy he was friends with that lived in like a hippie community at the top of Topanga Canyon. <laughs> and so it was, I mean, it was literally like people were like, just like doing yoga outside. And he gave me guitar lessons like on a couch under a tree on the side of the mountain. Wow. And so like the first song I ever learned was Queens of the Stone Age. Um, Dude, that's awesome. I know. I still love Queens of the Stone yeah, Age, actually. Yeah, badass. One of my favorite bands. Um, and so that was like, that's the whole reason I ever got into music was acting. So Wow. And then when did the when did the writing start? Because you have, you, you, you've got like the, the full package right now in terms of what guys and girls look for when they come to town. Like you've mm -hmm. got a team behind you on the record side. You've got yeah. a team behind you on the publishing side. You've got folks helping you with the management side. You've got folks with the, with the booking side. Like yeah. you've got all of that. So like I the writing songs, team. the writing songs part is a huge part of it oh yeah so what when did you start doing that honestly like so when I after that first little bit of learning how to play guitar I decided I didn't want to do acting anymore I moved back home and I spent a lot of time playing guitar because I was like oh this is this is what this is what I really like doing so I started playing in church a little bit started like writing some Christian songs and we sang them at church and then um really kind of as soon as I started figuring out how how to structure chords and how to string thoughts together, I started writing. And I just spent a lot of years back home getting better at it, getting better at it before I ever took my first trip here. But um, How old were you when you took your first trip here? 19, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I took my first trip here when I was 19 because um, I had some friends that were – coming up here on and off I had some friends that like were playing in Jacksonville and stuff that had started coming up here and Old I Duval. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started kind of I don't know I figured out that that was what I wanted to do so I started coming up here just to meet people a little bit and write and maybe like network a little bit um kind of never left I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it worked out for you. It did. Yeah. What's it like moving up here before at the age of 21? Cuz I know you're not you're not like the world's biggest partier, which is a blessing because no. <laughs> that saves your voice. That saves you from the headache, all, all the stuff. So I've been, I've been yeah. sober for seven years now. I've been off the booze. I, I went That's too crazy. Actually. I went crazy young, still California sober, but not, <laughs> not, um, not, not a drinker, yeah. but like so many guys and girls get up here and it's like off to the races with yeah. the drinking and the party that is Nashville. Like yeah. a Wednesday night here could be, it could be a Friday night anywhere else, you oh, know? Yeah. Like, so what's it like coming up here at a younger, at a younger age and kind of doing the whole thing of networking and meeting people and kind of finding yourself. Cause you find yourself at 19, 20 years old. Like. Oh my God. I've found myself quite a bit in the last few years. Um, and I guess finding your voice too, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it was it. The only thing that was like kind of, I guess a little bit difficult about not being a big party or a drinker is that yes, a lot of people do like the networking and stuff at places like Red Door and stuff. And after rights, people are like, let's go to Red Door and, you know, hang. and that's just not really my thing, I guess. But I mean, I think you can net network in, in a lot of ways, as long as you, you know, make an effort to do it. So I try, I try to make sure I'm riding as much as possible and meet people that way. And then of course, when I do play shows at Whiskey Jam and stuff like that, meeting people. So trying to play out quite a bit. And that's like, I guess the best way for me to network. Cause yeah, yeah. I would say so as someone who does, who does the host events here in town like there yeah. there is such a community with that do you remember like your first your first rounds or like that first whiskey jam oh, i remember and stuff? my first round ever yeah 
my first round was, oh, well, this doesn't really count as actually my round, but the first round I ever played in was I had written this song with Liz Rose. Oh, um, wow, yeah. It's actually out. It's Better Strangers. And she asked me that night. She was playing around at the listening room, and she was like, come play the song we wrote. And so I was, like, sitting in the back of my car because we had just written it that day, like, trying to make sure I wasn't <laughs> going to screw it up, and that's the first round I ever played at. It's a great song, too. Thank Is you. Is that one of your first ones when you moved to town? It was, yeah. It was actually, it was probably one of the one of the first songs I wrote um, moving to town. Actually, there's another song uh, that I wrote with Nathan Chapman that I have recorded, but it's not out yet. That's like one of my first, first songs that I wrote when I moved to town that I l still love. So hopefully. That's, that's cool that like on this, that you've, that you've recorded and that you're recording and, and going back to stuff yeah. that you created when you first got here, you oh, know, because yeah. You're writing a lot. I'm guessing you're writing multiple times a week at this point, multiple times a day. When, well, when I'm here in town, I usually write Monday through Friday, every day of the week. Yeah, so <laughs> that's I mean, that's 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 a lot. But then you've you've put out like a good body of work. Like you've yeah. had you had the the EP that came out earlier this year, yep. right? And yep. then you've got you've been in the studio working on all kinds of stuff with with yes. a guy with a guy named Dan Huff, who's like a yep. big. Big producer, and like you've worked with a few different producers in town. What's it been like getting in the room with guys that have these have these accolades and have have? It's like they're they're at such like a high level, and like you're at that level too. But you're so young, like figuring it out. Yeah, I think it's um, especially with people like Dan Huff, and then I was also recording with Greg Kirsten yep. in L.A. Um, I think it's really hard to find the balance with, with producers of I'm the artist and I have a vision for my songs and I know what I want. And this person's won 700 Grammys and they probably know what they're <laughs> talking about. Who do I listen to in this scenario? If we, if we disagree on how something should sound, but I think it's, I don't know, you have to find that, that happy medium. And I think like working with Dan was a lot of fun cause he, he actually, um, he puts a lot of importance on the artists he work he works with having a vision, you know, and knowing what they want their sound to be because yeah. he's like, you know, it's really hard to produce someone who has no idea what they want, you know? And so that was like, he had, of course, like his own vision and his ideas for the songs, but he really cared, you know, what I wanted out of them too. So we had a lot of fun working together and he's obviously ridiculously talented. So yeah, he's worked with a lot of people. Over the oh years. yeah. 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 He, um, He's like, I mean, I looked up to him for a long time, especially a lot of the stuff he did with Keith Urban, because my, I mean, I've loved Keith Urban since I was a kid. Well, yeah, if, so. you're, if you're if you're a chick out there playing guitar, like, that makes... Oh my makes, gosh, yeah. I'm excited. I don't think, you didn't play the, you didn't play electric at, at Whiskey Jam when I was there. No, no, I didn't. So I'm excited to see and get out to a show. You should, yes, yeah, so you should come to the New York show, maybe. Ooh, when is that? That's like, is that that's next like, week? That's like next week, Next yeah. week? So we're, we're like in, have you done festivals yet? Not, I mean, I've done like festivals in my hometown, okay. but not like, not really. Because no. I'm still in like festival season right now, where okay. we go, we go to a lot of, we go to a lot of like festivals around the country and okay, stuff. Okay, cool. And it's like, because I used to go out there as as a TM, and it's like you get to the show, you, you hang out in catering, you sound check, you play the show, and then you get 
you get out of there. But yeah. like with what I'm doing now, it's like we're we're camping at these festivals. We're hosting like hot dog eating contests and like ridiculous, <laughs> like Ray's Rowdy branded shit at these festivals. So we've got, I think, four or five more left. And Sounds it's like, like the, fun though. The country music fan like culture, and you're going to see this like <clears throat> going around the country now. I mean, you've been out to LA, you've been to New York yeah. City, like you've, you've seen a good chunk of the country, but you haven't seen it through the eyes of an artist on tour. No, like, I'm so, I'm so excited. Like, I'm ready to go. You're going to see that there's that there's country music fans everywhere and yeah. the larry fleet fans are are very passionate yeah. and they, they know good music they're gonna latch right on to you it's gonna be yeah. awesome but you're gonna get to see how how different crowds are like when you go out to texas it's a different thing than when you go to the northeast or when you go to the southeast or right the yeah. midwest you go up to south dakota and it's the only thing going on that month and the people go crazy <laughs> like you're gonna get to and you're, you're going to a lot of states on this tour like you're going all over the place right oh yeah it's literally like starting in new york and ending in florida actually but yeah i mean we're like Alabama, New Jersey, uh, Michigan, Missouri, like all over the place. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it absolutely is. So with directions, like, do you like driving and stuff, or are you usually, or do you think you're going to have Jake and some or the TM or some of your folks? I'm not old enough to drive a rental car. So (laughs) oh shit, that's right, fly dates and uh, rental cars and stuff. Yeah, or or I guess the what are you guys going to be traveling in? Do you know? Yeah, we've got like Sprinter vans. So okay, yeah, the Sprinter van is nice. I've never been in one. This, I've literally only just been in like a rental like mom van before. Yeah. So now, now is it the Sprinter with like the bunks in it or is it the rows? No, it's just seats. Just yeah. the rows. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of like that personally because. Do you? The back, yeah, I like the because the, the Sprinter bunks are like coffins. They're oh, like no. really, really yeah, tight. No, I wouldn't I, like that I, at I didn't, all. I'm not a, I'm not a tall, huge guy. And I couldn't <laughs> even fit in that dang thing. Oh. But the um, but the Sprinters with the rows, you'll you'll you're gonna learn very well how to sleep in a van, like as you're going down <laughs> as you're going down the road and stuff, like. And it's nice that you don't have to worry about driving. Yeah, you, yeah, because I can just chill, read a book. Everybody else has to drive, and I can say, I'm, I can't. I'm not old enough. So <laughs> for a little while, card. yeah, for a little while, I can get away Is with it. Is there a spot that you're most excited to go to? Um, Probably the New York one, actually, because, um, I mean, like, I, I've been there once or twice. I went there to see Springsteen on Broadway in 2018 maybe 19, but I haven't like been there a ton. So I'm excited to see a different part of it. Yeah. You're going to yeah. get to experience. You a foodie, you a big food person, you a big, big food I'm girl? a foodie, but I don't eat meat at all. Okay. And I'm also really picky. So, so you're really picky. So what's, what's on the, what's on the, the Carly, the Carly, like, like what, what are your, what are your go-tos then? Like, Mexican pick, or Italian. Okay. I'm always fine okay. with. New York's going to be good then for you yeah, with the Italian I, food. You're yeah. Gonna enjoy I, re- that. I found like on TikTok, uh, there's like a, and I, cause I love to read. So I found there's like an Italian restaurant in a bookstore yeah. somewhere in New Jersey. And so like, that's my, that's my first stop actually. So yeah. Nice. So like I'm, but that's like, I always struggle to eat on the road. Cause it's like, I mean, there's most of the time it's like fast food places. And if yes. you don't eat meat, what are you going? So I'm just like. French fries, please, for every meal. <laughs> but you know, I survive. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get to sample around some stuff. You'll figure yeah. out the ways. You'll you'll figure out like what your snack is. Yeah. When yeah. you when you're going down the road. Mine was always peanut M and M's or beef and beef jerky. That's okay. what I which obviously beef jerky doesn't work for you. Right. But like My peanut, mom loves beef jerky. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, both of my parents, like, they love a good steak, and so we, but I like to go to the steakhouse because I'll get, like, the potatoes and, like, the sides and stuff, but oh, they, so like. Oh, just make a whole meal out of the sides. Yep, that's, yeah, 
That's that's how I do it. <laughs> what do you, do you have a rider yet of what you've got made up for when you go on tour? Do you know? I what? have one, but I'm not like I don't. I didn't want to be like crazy and so like what, get so people what, to. So what do you got on there? Do you know? It's literally just like water, but not Dasani. It can be like any water, not but it Dasani. can't be Dasani. <laughs> not, what do you what, what, what do you not like about Dasani? It's it's good. You know, it's good Atlanta tap water. When you open it and it goes. Get, get, that's not water. <laughs> <from a> Coke <laughs> factory. Yeah, that's definitely. Coca-Cola yeah, you shouldn't factory. be drinking that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So just any water, but I don't want to die soon. So see, not I don't like the the. You ever have Zephyr Hills? Yeah, see, I don't I, mind it. See, Zephyr Hills is mine that I can't do. Why? I just I just could never do it. I'm looking at McElwain because he used to be on tour with me with Trey. <laughs> like the Zephyr Hills water was always like it was just just a different kind of thing. I don't have a problem with anything else, but I prefer like smart water or something like that. But so my, you're not my, you're not like a bougie like Fiji water. No, girl. I don't. I'm like because I'm just like I was trying to be as easy as possible. Yes. So I'm like literally any brand of water, just not this. And then I was like <laughs> fruit and vegetables. And Lay's potato chips. Lay's, just the classic Lay's? Yeah, because it's like, it's good for your voice. Like before, it's, I don't know why. And I don't. This is a newsflash right here. Lay's potato chips, good for the voice. I didn't, I've never heard that. It's like, it's like something about it just like coats your voice. I don't know. Don't take my word for it, but I swear it helps. So that's going to help me because my voice goes in and out all the time. Yeah. Just just from talking all the damn time. You should do warm ups too. Just because you're, yeah. I've, I've never done the vocal. I've never done the vocal warm up thing. I'm, I'll send you some stuff. <laughs> what, what, no, like because I've, like because I'm trying to think. Like Trey never really did vocal warm ups. The Muscadine guys, when I was out with them, uh-huh. used to do them all. Like get Charlie from Muscadine used to do vocal warm ups all the time. I didn't do it for the longest time. What, for what, like, what got you to want to start doing it then? Well, I I started singing harder songs and I noticed that like when I went to like go for a note cold without warming up, it was so much harder to hit than after I'd sang three or four songs maybe. And so I just, you know, I kind of like after talking to some people figured out what's, that it's what's like. A, what's the, what does the vocal warm up sound like? Oh like, my loud, God, like, you're going to do me like I'm that gonna right do, now? I'm going to do you like that, Carly. Oh God. <laughs> it's just a lot of like the. <laughs> See, I can't do you that. And then Maybe it's because like, I got a zen in, but <laughs> <laughs> you can do the <laughs> just go, go just go and then, up and down. And then there's another one. It's like nay 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 and you go up yeah, and down I, the scale. I don't know, Nate. So, yeah, I can't. My voice can't get that high. Like it'll just crack. <laughs> we could start super. Just start super low and bring it up. But yeah, so I do a lot of those, especially before a show or before the studio or something, just so I can make sure I'm ready to go. And also, I don't want to be like, you know, because I'll still be touring when I'm 87 and I don't. I love that. Road I, Warrior, <laughs> let's go. I don't want to. I want to still be like Axl Rose, like hanging out on the stage. Not that he's 87. Axl Rose, don't be mad at me if you hear this. <laughs> what, what are your, like, your favorite? So I, you're wearing a Metallica shirt. You, were, yes. you went and saw a spring scene on Broadway. You were talking. You were talking about Queens of the Stone Age, like you're mm-hmm. big into the rock stuff. What, yes. are, what were some? What are some of your favorite bands? Definitely Guns N' Roses. Um, okay, that's like my dad is the reason that I got super into the rock music because I mean my entire childhood growing up he drove me to school whenever I was growing up usually he would take me to like kindergarten and stuff and he would play Guns N' Roses and Alice in Chains and like he didn't play the the clean version so like when it was like I don't know like Mr. Brownstone or something yes. when it was getting ready to cuss he'd like turn the radio down real fast <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I think I don't know it's just a good memory for me I guess just like bonding with him so like rock music to me is like 
just a happy thing. And so, like, Guns N' Roses, um, I love Pantera. I'm a huge Pantera Let's go. fan. I would not expect this. This is awesome. Dimebag is my favorite guitar player of all time. That's the shit that I listen to. I love that. Yeah. I knew we had we knew we had a heart connection. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think my Nana is, like, the one that got me into country music. Because my parents didn't listen to country at all but growing up. But I feel like there's so much, like, like crossover and there there's a lot is. of crossover yeah like in, the eagles for example like to me are like country music yeah but like they're technically classic rock but like yeah because they weren't what country was back in that day but it would be now yeah, i would think absolutely yeah it, and there, and you have the the hard rock elements within country music right now oh yeah like, like hardy are, or something hardy like you go to a bailey which Zim- is so yeah. cool you go to a bailey zimmerman show it's it's very similar to a nickelback show yeah like there yeah. there are a lot of those and florida george line was just like an extension of mm-hmm. of nickelback and like all those rock elements so yeah. like of all the times for to be able to be a little experimental with your music and and mix it up and yeah. have different sounds that aren't the most traditional. This is like the perfect time for someone like you to be yeah, coming out and which doing is this like thing. a lot of the new music that I'm working on. Um, I wouldn't say it's like I mean I'm not like out there like wah, you know yeah. screaming. But, oh, you doing got disturbed? Like wah would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that would be crazy <laughs> show opener. <laughs> um, but like a lot of the new music has more more rock elements to it actually that we're recording right now so i think like i'm drawing a little bit more on a lot of my inspirations than i think i ever did in the past so i'm excited for people to hear yeah. it and we'll be playing a lot of it on the road too so yeah well do you, i'm guessing you make some covers into the set right? we mixed a cover only one which one now, but see, it's supposed to be a surprise, but I'm okay. going to say it anyways. Okay. We're doing The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, nice. But we're doing it more rock. So I'm playing electric on that one too, oh, cool. actually. And uh, it's actually, I think it's going to be, I think people will like it. It's a lot of fun to play that one. So I'm excited. The it's band like, likes it I didn't it know too. if you were mixing in a GNR cover or something. You know what? I thought about it and I kind of, I was like thinking that like, I don't know, something like Night Train would actually be like a lot of fun. But then I just, I don't know, I thought like something that had like a little bit more country to it. Yes. Yeah. This makes it a little bit easier, especially as an opener. Like you gotta. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to be doing like, because you, you mentioned Montclair, New Jersey. Like, yeah. that's that's the Walmart Theater. Like, that you're doing some theater gigs, which is nice. Oh, like, yeah. instead of like the, because I've done a lot of the bar gigs. Mm-hmm. That's where my most of my touring experience has been from is yeah. like Sig's Inside, Bar, <laughs> and, bar and, and Bumfuck somewhere in the Southeast yeah. or in Texas or wherever. But theater gigs are nice. Like, I, the house teams there are always great. Like, you're. You're you're tour and you're you're doing it at a very you're you're easing in very nicely. Yeah, where, I've never played going. a theater before. I don't think. I think this will be my first one, sir, or my first ones. So, yeah, I think yeah. you're doing a, it, and it fits with Larry and what he mm-hmm. does. Like Larry Fleet in a theater. Yeah, would be would that just sounds like the perfect kind of fit. Yeah, and I've never actually seen him sing in person either. So I'm excited to watch him oh. play too. <laughs> what is that? My phone just went off theater. We're going to put that over there. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. Um, what else? Um, where? Um, so as far as the new music coming out, yeah. do we got, do we got um, any new music coming out before the end of the year? Yes, definitely before the end of the year. Sooner than later, actually, I um, uh, 
Sony's been yelling at me about deadlines <laughs> um, because Nathan and I, so we're co-producing now. Nathan Chapman and I are co-producing everything that, um, that I'm working on. And so we've just been, um, he told me yesterday, do, do you want to make deadlines or do you want to make records? Oh. And I was like, true. <laughs> so, um, so we're working on it. We, uh, we've been, we've been having a really good time just being, super free and super creative that's like so we are actually also like playing all the instruments just the two of us we didn't really hire any studio musicians this time around oh wow yeah because we um i don't know my favorite time being creative has always been just me and nathan writing a song together just the two of us because we would always build the track just the two of us. And so I had had a bunch of different experiences. Nathan and I had a studio band. I did it with Greg and, and then Dan and I had a studio band. And so when it came time to do this next round, I was like, why don't we just do it? Just the two of us, like we've been doing it. And it's been, it's been so freeing to just be like, what if we try this and try this and it sucks. And then this is awesome. And then like, just hang out and have a good time. It's been so much fun. Yeah, I've that's, enjoyed it that's a, lot. a good good creative way to do it. Yeah, and I don't know if this is actually kind of funny, and I've never told Nathan this, so if he listens to this podcast, I don't know if he knows shout, this or not. Shout out Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 14, I wrote a song, and of course I loved Taylor Swift when I was 14 because every girl did. So I took a video of it, made my mom video me playing this song that I wrote, and we emailed it to Nathan Chapman. I found his email online. Oh, wow. <laughs> And he responded back and he was like, sounds good. Keep working. <laughs> and so when they put him on my calendar for the first time, I called my mom and I was like, oh my God, he's going to remember this. He's going to judge me. But so I don't know if he knows, but that's what happened. That's some awesome full circle stuff that it you was. get yeah. in music and you get by living here, by yeah. making that move to Nashville yeah. and doing it. Is it crazy yeah. to be doing what you're doing right now at such a young age? Yeah, absolutely. I think like riding with people that I l actually literally looked up to my entire life is never not going to be insane to me. Um, so I, I feel super lucky to be doing it at all. And especially like in the times where it's like I get frustrated with something or irritated with TikTok or something. It's like it, when you reset your mind and you're like, you're doing this at all. Like it's, you know, there's never a time when I'm not grateful yeah. for sure. Now, if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? You think besides chasing Bigfoot in the Florida woods and, <laughs> <laughs> and trespassing, um, honestly, this is a random one, but I'd probably be an archeologist. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, I grew up loving dinosaurs and shit. I love dinosaurs. I painted a dinosaur on one of my purses. Really? Yeah. That's like, I'm a painter too. So like I've painted all my cover arts in, in the past, oh, really? all the I background and everything. That. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's just creativity just all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that I can do to like have my hand in something yeah. or be as creative as possible. Why, why archaeology? Is it the arrowhead thing growing up? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I've just always loved history, but like my mom also always liked like ancient Egypt and stuff. So when I was growing up, she would like read me stuff about that. So I think it just was like something I always thought was cool. But there's this guy, his name's Josh Gates and he's got like a TV show on a uh, travel channel, I think. And I've just, I love that show. So I always thought that if I ever went to college for anything, it'd probably be that, but yeah. I didn't. Do you like ghosts and all that spooky kind of shit too? 
Well, I don't. Or do you believe oh in ghosts? God. I was going to say, you you're, know you're what a, happened you, the other night? Oh, do you have a do you have an experience? I did. <laughs> Where at? In my, my my apartment. Oh, no. And I barely slept that night. I, th- I don't know. This might not actually be that crazy, but it scared me. And it has to do again with Guns N' Roses. I have not <laughs> listened to my Alexa in I don't know how long. And I was laying in my bed at night. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I was. It was silent. There was no sound whatsoever. I'm just like looking through Instagram or something. And all of a sudden, she just screams. She was like, starting playback. And she started blaring Welcome to the Jungle oh, no. on like 100% volume. So it's like, da na 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 He's like, do you know where you are? Yeah. And so it terrified me. And so I'm pretty sure there's there's my apartment's haunted. Yeah. See, I li- I used to live in a haunted house. Actually, like, dead ass. Yeah, Where? it was out in Hermitage. Um, it was sketchy. McElwain's um been to that one. Wait, Lib- so Libby Libby Lane, McElwain. Why do you think it was haunted? So my my roommate works um does like armed security and stuff. He like okay. used to work um works within within the government and all that. Okay. And there'd be nights where he would text me and be like, "Did you hear that?" Like from his room, he would be like, "Did you hear that?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." And he'd be like, "All right, stay in your room. I'm clearing the house." Oh my like, god. Like thinking that someone was in there and like just appliances going off at random times. Like, yeah. Doors being open. It'll spook the you. Up. Yeah. Yeah. It really will. So, no, I don't like ghosts, but I do like ghost stories. You believe, I like you, hearing about other people's ghosts, but it, I don't want it. So you believe you believe in them, though, right? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. do, too. Yeah, I do. I do, too. And isn't it crazy, like, ghosts and then, like, aliens were, like, taboo for I a long time? I believe in aliens, yeah, too. because no, <laughs> they are real. It's been proven that aliens are real now. Did you see that thing in Mexico? Or do you think that's fake? What's the, what does the archaeologist Carly think? Well, in my professional opinion, yes. <laughs> I kind of thought those looked like clay stuff someone just like made out of. I mean, I would be shocked if that was an actual body of something. Don't I mean? Did you see the picture of it? Yeah, and, and I thought you thought they it was like real? Little, I thought they looked like little little Indian. You are gullible. <laughs> I thought. I mean, I just and I, I've seen all kinds of like lights and things like that you see some stuff driving through the middle of nowhere kansas at three o'clock in the morning oh well you know? i'm going like, to kansas I'm, so you are going to kansas yeah. huh yeah or kansas city that's missouri never mind well, half, I'm of, going it's, to, half it's of it's missouri kansas half in of the it's name, kansas so yeah. whatever same thing <laughs> yeah how far west are you going on this tour are you going out to like cali i told you not to ask me about directions oh, yeah. <laughs> by west i mean california no we're Nevada. not going to Cal- we're not going to california let's see are i don't you know on, like master Here, you tour? tell me you tell me how far west i'm going oh <laughs> Oh, Minnesota. Oh, you're doing Minneapolis. Oh, mm-hmm. Rosemont. You're doing Joe's Live. It's yeah, funny. and I, I've never been to Chicago either. Chicago ever. is awesome. So my agent said uh, there's like a specific pizza place, and he said that he would make sure that it's his favorite pizza place. So he yeah. said he was going to have the pizza backstage, yeah. and I love good pizza. Are you doing so. Huntsville? Yeah. Huntsville is And great. I'm excited to go to Alabama, too, because I've been through there, but my dad played football for Troy. Oh really? Troy State in Alabama when he oh, was in shit. college, and so I feel like yeah, you're doing a lot of a lot of like I've been through a lot of these cities. You yeah. know, Mobile. You're probably that's probably Soul Kitchen. It is. So, it Soul is. Ki- yeah. Soul Kitchen's a vibe. Is it? It is. It's a cool room. It's Mobile's got a lot of history. So Mobile is where Mardi Gras actually originated. Mobile was doing Mardi Gras before New Orleans was. So it's got like that Cajun like oh, kind of like spooky so Cajun cool, culture. I love New Orleans. Yes, yeah, Mobile is like a awesome. mini. It's like a mini New Orleans. Yeah, I'm excited to about this is like silly but anyways in orlando it's at the house of blues oh nice those are always great yeah when i was younger i had a friend or some friends that got to go backstage but they wouldn't take 
us with them. And so they were just like, sorry, we're going backstage. Like, I'll see you later. So now I get to go backstage. So I'm excited. You get to have your own dang green room, girl. That's right. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited to go. A lot of my family will be there. And a lot of my family's never even seen me play with a band. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a song that'll be out at some point. It's about my grandmother is a mess so i wrote this song about her and she loves it i played it for her and she 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 loves it so i'll be playing it and she'll be there and it'll be fun to play it live for the first time yeah. for her. so yeah that'll be really cool now when you're not doing music stuff mm -hmm. what are you usually doing besides you said you like to read oh yeah lots of reading um Cooking, I like to cook a so, lot. Yeah, so I we did a cooking bit yesterday. McWayne doesn't even know, and he usually knows all the all the stuff that goes on with me. So we've we do a lot. Are of you a cook? Oh, I was yesterday. We do a lot of we do a lot of bits with Ray's Rowdy. Like we do a lot of like funny. Next like, time you do a cooking bit, it's like hit me up. Well, we're thinking about starting one. Um, yesterday kind of inspired it. My buddy, our buddy Trey Bonner, uh -huh. puts up like just jokes on his Instagram saying boys who cook, and he's like he's like he's like boiling pasta, but he has like goggles on. Like he's very. <laughs> <laughs> extra and funny yeah so yesterday we did a bit for um to promote one of the festivals we're going to that laney wilson's going to be at oh sweet and we called it we we called it cooking cooking with, with cooking with grease and it <laughs> but but we cooked with a lot of grease and i oh god that sounds I, unsafe it was, it was like bacon and then putting crisco inside the front inside the pan that had the bake like just oh my god just a ridiculous amount of stuff and i was wearing a chef's hat with a nickelback patch on it and an apron <laughs> that had creed on it and all kinds of just funny just funny shit and we're like deep frying these potatoes and i got stuff on the grill i went to light the grill and a fire shot out at me and i almost caught on fire oh my crazy. god i've caught i've caught the uh stove on fire really the, yeah because i was what was i doing i was oh, i was making potato chips because i grew potatoes i garden too that's my other thing i grew a bunch of potatoes and then i sliced them really thin i made some homemade potato chips and i guess there was too much grease and it like went or olive oil, or yeah. So and yeah. then it like went over, and it was like on fire, and I didn't know what to do. So you, I'm probably gonna get this wrong. So people should Google it before I. Some sort of one of the power powders. It's like baking soda or baking powder or something. You yeah. pour it on the fire, and it stops it. So, really? Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, we didn't. The fire, the grill thing was like very quick, yeah. and it was like because um, you still have your eyebrows. Yeah, Nikki T and um, and one of our content guys Ike were they were inside like with the bacon, and all of a sudden I was mic'd up, so it's like <laughs> caught on the microphone. Me screaming, <laughs> "Oh shit!" And like my hand because I was just covered in grease. So I tried oh, cooking. God. I tried cooking grease. Luckily, um, my my family's really good at cooking. Like my mom. We're, we're we're not Italian, but yeah. like we have been from New York, like all those yeah, Italian so you're recipes. Like honorary Italian. Honorary Italian, like yeah. the like growing up with like bagels and all the Jewish deli sandwiches oh, and all yeah. that. Like yeah. so I, I my family has a lot of that. And then my girlfriend loves to cook and I spend a lot of time over there with her and her daughter. So oh, okay. I'm learning slowly, but the cooking with grease thing, I don't wish we, we called the burger. We called it um, a trash burger. Okay. Cause it was just a, it was just, just a bunch of different stuff. It's just a disaster. Yeah. We do that. And then our other go-to is like at the end of a festival when mm -hmm. we're, when we're camping, yeah. we, we call it whatever, whatever we got left or like whatever, oh. <laughs> whatever we have left and it's whatever we have left. We just cook it all up and stuff. So you like cooking. That sounds Kind of awful. Yeah, but. it's it's a it's a time. It's <laughs> festival season's just a whole thing. Um, but for um, what do you grow in your garden? So potatoes, what so everything. I grow potatoes, a lot of tomatoes, peppers, onions, 
Um, you have a garden outside? So this is like... Or is okay. it one of them hydroponic little garden things? My roommate has that. This is actually... So back home in Florida. So I go home. It's technically mine and my mom's garden. So she she does a lot of this stuff. But like when I'm back home, I help take care of it and all that stuff. So it's like a big... My dad had her built this like big fancy garden. And so yeah, there's a bunch of space in there to grow all kinds of stuff. Okra, everything. Oh, okra. That's the way to Matt McElwain's heart right there. He loves fried, fried okra? okra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had some fried okra. I had a meat and three the other day you ever eaten one of those no because well, it would just be the three no well, meat well then it would be it would be, it would be a no no meat and six well my thing it turned into a meat and six because i just was had to sample though? everything it was really good it was a place called pawpaws oh pawpaws in birmingham it Alabama. sounds like it would be yeah, good just and, by the name and i was the youngest person in there by probably about 45 years it was I can awesome believe, I can it was believe just that too. old folks <laughs> it was just it was great i was holding the door for all the old ladies it was awesome do you but, play music? Do you? No. No, you haven't? I've, no, so I... No, not he in the McElwain okay. space. Yeah. So apparently he's really not good at it. No, I'm not. Not a, I've tried to learn. I've I think we should try. I think you should sing us something since you I, made us sing. Oh, no. I don't know <laughs> if you want that. Um, I can't... See, I've, I've, I've always been... So I wanted to be in sports media. That okay. was what I got. Cool. I was like that kid in, in middle school, like having a sports blog, writing mm-hmm. about the Yankees and college football. So you were like that. really into it. I was really when I when I'm into something, I go all the fuck in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, I got in the country, into the country stuff. But my first concert was Tim McGraw, 2003. I was eight wow. years old. It was awesome. Hosscat Tim, Hosscat Fu Manchu pre sobriety Tim McGraw. It was it was when Tim McGraw was partying like Morgan Wallen, like that era, you know. Tim McGraw's always been cool though. Oh, he's always been cool. And but always good. Music. There's, yeah, there's different eras of of McGraw, like Hoss Cat. I'm talking like like real <laughs> real good man and like like one. pre pre um, live like you were dying. Like okay, right, rowdy rowdy McGraw. Oh um, yeah. But then when I went when I went off to college, I was working at my college radio station yeah. and I helped out with a country show. Yeah, there, and that's kind of what where college? Got me. What college? Um, Rider University. It's up in New Jersey. Small what? school. Rowdy. Ryder. I was like, cool. wait. If it was Rowdy University, that would have been <laughs> sick. But um, okay. no, Ryder, okay. Rowdy University. It's in like central New Jersey. Okay. And um, we had a, there was a country show there and I kind of helped grow it. And we, yeah. we were able to find guys and girls in Nashville, like before they got big, like I had Luke Combs call in. No. 20, 2015, 2016. Wow, that's we had, so cool. We, had, we interviewed Wallen when he had short hair and was wearing hats like this, like what he looks like now, but like yeah. younger. Um, that's crazy. We had like Brett Young, Walker Hayes, that's John so Party, cool. all these people. So I was doing, I got involved in that and then made the move down here after working in radio back home. Wow. And I was a bouncer. That's awesome. on, I was a bouncer on Broadway. I don't know if you knew that. No, I did not I was know a, that. I was a door guy. I have not spent much time on Broadway. This is like, I feel like I have not had, I've not had the Nashville experience at all. I've never done the like well, you're doing night it, out on Broadway you're thing. You're doing it your way. You're yeah. doing what makes you comfortable. But, but I feel like at some point I'm going to have to do it or, or it's a lie that I've lived in Nashville. Oh, well, you where, know? where would you, where would you want to go? Everywhere. I need you to just do to it everywhere? all in one do night. Do it all? Do you have, like, what's your... Do you have any other, any other like folks that you're close with that are like in the music industry, like other young artists that you'd be like, Hey, let's go out. Like who, who would your, who would your team be going out? Actually a lot of my, a lot of my friends are songwriters really more than, I don't know a ton of the artists. I feel like because when I moved here, it was like the pandemic hit shortly. Oh yeah. You were, you moved here in COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I'm just now starting to, to get to meet some of the, some of the artists that are closer to my age, but all of my friends, all of my friends are like, older and like married so i feel like they wouldn't go with me maybe alex klein do you know her 
I don't. She's amazing. She's a really talented writer and producer. She's great. She um she produced um somebody like that for Tennille Arts. But oh, no yeah. Shit. Yeah, she's super talented. So I'd probably ask her. She's she's always a good time. She yeah. always makes me See, laugh. See, I used to go out on Broadway all the time because I worked down there. I, I didn't yeah. drink. I, yeah. I got sober before I moved down here. Thank thank God. Or I would have so been, been here to, seven years. I've been here to be five years in October. Okay. So cool. which is which is wild to think about, but all I all I knew was Broadway because yeah. I worked at Whiskey Row. I was Which a door is... guy at Dirk Bentley's Bar, new home of Whiskey Jam, um, and I like I was there. Like Aldine's hadn't even opened yet. Like Luke's hadn't even opened yeah, yet. Right. Like so, but you would go to Honky Tonks. Like you'd get done with a shift and then go out and yeah. then be out till three in the morning and then get up and do it all over again. I cannot remember crazy. the last time I saw three in the morning, but <laughs> well, you're about to, you're about to be on tour. You're I know. About to... And I'm excited. I'm ready to see three in the morning that way for sure. <laughs> yeah. What are some of your favorite spots to go and eat here in town? We've got a lot of Mexican food here. Yeah, actually, you know what? I shouldn't say it on here because people are going to start going to it and then they're going to find well, out about like it. People, people know the, no, this is a secret spot. It really is, Where but I'm going to say it anyways. So it's on, I think it's on Gallatin. Um, it's called Maiz de la Vida and it used to be a truck and now they have this little shop and it only seats like 10 people. And I swear it's the best Mexican food I've ever had in my entire life, regardless of where I've been. So that place is amazing. And then there's another truck. I'm like, apparently I'm a food truck person and it's called Fab Pizza. And it's really, really fab like, pizza, F-A-B. a pizza food truck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, and I'm, it's so good too. I'm very big on, very big on my pizza. Yeah. I've, you should um, know it's the best pizza I've had in Nashville for okay, sure. Okay. That says a lot. Maybe top three ever. Okay. I'm going to have to go and check that out. Yes. For sure. Cause I've, <laughs> cause I've gotten to, have you gotten to experience outside of Nashville? Like, have you been out to, out in the country out here? Yeah. Like Leapers Fork. Oh my God. And I met Vince Neal there like yesterday. You met Vince Neal yesterday? Yeah. At Le- in Leapers Fork. What was he doing in Leapers Fork? I think he lives there. Vince Neal from from Motley, <laughs> from Motley Crue. Yeah, I have a picture. I took so like I was just I was just eating breakfast before band rehearsal, and I walked past this guy, and I was like, that really looks like Vince Neal. And I just walked inside, and then I was looking out the window, and I was like, that really is Vince Neal. <laughs> so I went back outside. You're not supposed to interrupt people, you know. But I was like, but I'm gonna do it anyways because my dad's not gonna believe this. And I was like, are you who I think you are? And he was like, who do you think I am? And I was like, <laughs> are you Vince Neil? And he was like, yeah. So we took a picture together and it was cool. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah, super nice. But it was just weird and random. See, and- I, had a, I had a weird experience like that. I didn't I didn't pop over and, and bother him, but I had, we had it confirmed a few months ago. No, no, no. Like, well, you didn't bother Vince Neil. He was very nice and it yeah. was cool. We were so my, my girlfriend lives over here in the Gulch, yeah. and so we walked along the Gulch, which I never thought I'd be doing. The Gulch, I'm not not the most Gulch kind of guy. Yeah, but we were walking past. Not super um, Gulchy. Not super Gulchy. Um, <laughs> I don't look good in a in a batch threat hat. Um, but we were walking um, walking past Marsh House, and yeah. she was like, "Oh shit, that, that looks like Tom Hanks." Oh yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, that that is Tom Hanks." And then we <laughs> and then she had popped in there for dinner like a week later, and they were like, "Yeah, Tom Hanks comes out here and stays here like a few times a year." That's wild. Fucking that's Tom cool. Hanks just hanging out. Yeah, that's you know? cool. And then I've saw. Then we've. I've seen people on Broadway. Like, yeah, right. all kinds of people. Like, yeah, doing. These, you see, the, you see, thing. you see people the the wilder side of people working yeah. on Broadway. I saw um, Jason Aldean at the zoo not long ago, but really? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't bother him. <laughs> I haven't done the Nashville Zoo yet. I want to go and do it. We went. Me and my family. Me and my parents went a um, couple years ago. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's a zoo. <laughs> So what you know when you're not going to Broadway, that's what you do for fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what are what are some um, 
what are some goals for you before the end of the year? So you've got, you're, we're pretty much there. We're yeah, in we're, September. <laughs> it's been a great year for you. You've put out a lot of music. You've got yeah. a great touring opportunity. You've got a, got a phenomenal team with you. Like yeah. it's, it's happening for you. The year 2023 is like kickstarting yeah. everything for you. I mean, I think my main goal for, for the end of this year, since like most of the, most of the rest of it, I'll be on the road is just to make, make a lot of new fans on the road. I mean, I've been working really hard to make a really great show. And I think, that's kind of my my goal for this year is to meet a lot of new people and do a really great job on the road so that you know when I'm going through doing my own shows that they come to mine um and I think like releasing a few new songs would be awesome and then um next year I think just hopefully touring a lot more because that's what I think that's the most fun is being in front of people so Hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Dude, well, I'm super, I'm super excited for you. Yeah. It's me so too. cool to be doing this after well, one to have you on. Big, big fan of what you do. Thanks and for having me. Very excited for what's to come with the new music. Love yeah. love the stuff that you've got out now. And but it's cool, like last time that we really kicked it was at Whiskey Jam and you yes. would tell me about this tour. And yeah. the tour starts next week. Yeah, like, perfect timing. <laughs> and for it to start in in my home, my homeland neck of the woods. Yeah. Like I'm glad you're not having to drive. Yes, you're, me too. you're not because up there it's a different animal with driving. Oh, you're I gonna, can imagine. You're gonna be I'm getting sure. right off the Garden State Parkway, you're gonna be on the LIE, Long Island Express. I just had someone tell me earlier that not to not to buy anything on the Garden State on the parkway. They were like, make sure you buy everything ahead of time because it's like twice as expensive on the parkway. So yeah, or the something. parkway the parkway get yeah, the there's so we don't have loves up north. Right. All of our states, with the way the taxes and stuff yeah. work, there's the travel stops are like state mandated. So Wild. they're clean and stuff, but like the Garden State Parkway is interesting. Like you can't have there's no tractor trailers allowed on there. Like oh. a lot of the roads up north, trucks aren't allowed on. So it, and some of the roads are so narrow, like the Merritt Parkway in Connecticut. Yeah. So narrow, it's like indie car racing. Like it's <laughs> there's no shoulder and it's two lanes oh and it's gosh. just people doing eighty ninety. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the G. I mean, it's. I mean, again, I grew up around it, yeah. so I was I used to go up and down the GSP all the time. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's good advice. It's not. Yeah. That, I mean. Yo, Montclair's Montclair's a fun little town though. It's a cool. Yeah. It's a cool college town. Um, the folks up there too really appreciate. The country music fans that are up there yeah. really appreciate it because we don't get it like yeah, y'all do down Yeah, I bet you here. don't get it as much as in the South. No, yeah. we don't. There's not a show every weekend. So right. when there is a show, yeah. folks will drive from two, three, four hours away to well, be at I that show. Wait. I'm excited to meet people. I'm going to be like going out, hanging out at the merch table oh, every night. After. We got, we got Car- Carly Scott Collins merch. Oh, yeah. Yep. I got a T-shirt, getting ready to have a hat. Yeah. Nice. So and I like designed it all, painted it myself nice. too. So yeah. Yep. I'm That's excited. It's awesome. You create yep. all the stuff yourself. Yeah. It's so cool. Where can people go to find you? Oh, last question. Okay. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok shit. What? You enjoy you enjoy like what's because you're 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 of the generation that's like when you think of like the the TikTok generation, it's yeah. like that twenty five and younger. Like right. TikTok for you is like what I mean. I guess Facebook and Instagram. I'm I'm only tw- I'm twenty eight, so I'm yeah. not too much older than you. But yeah. like TikTok came about very much so during the pandemic and everything, and yes. that was like before before you even moved up to moved up here to to right. Nashville. And but now it's such a huge part of of music and finding new fans and getting your shit out there. And if something yeah. pops, people tend to record it. Like what's, what's it been like coming I, up in that, in that world? I think there's a lot of 
positives and there's a lot of negatives. I think everybody probably feels that way. I think like social media in general, TikTok and Instagram and all of it, it's really cool to be able to literally like have a DM conversation with a fan that lives in I don't know, Norway or something, you know, I think that part makes it really cool and people can discover your music all over the world in a way that they really couldn't before. But I think that sometimes it can put um, people in a box a little bit. It's not so much about all the time now, like what's the greatest song. It's about the song that popped off on TikTok. And I think that's kind of sad sometimes because there's probably a lot of really great songs that just get pushed to the side because, you know, they didn't get popped off on tiktok but they might have done really well on the radio or like if people had given it more of a chance so i think that part kind of sucks but i think it's a big learning curve i think that like originally i was a little bit like hesitant to do it because i just felt like i don't know i didn't feel like i was like super fit into the tiktok thing but i think i've learned a lot now and i've grown to enjoy it a little bit more than i used to i I appreciate it yeah it's figuring out your way to do it yeah what what is what does your TikTok feed look yeah, like? Yeah, exactly, like because that. I thought that I was going to have to dance, you know? <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not a dancer? <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not either. <laughs> no, no, I don't dance at all. So I was like, I mean, how can I dance to one of my songs? You know, I'm like, what do y'all want me to do? But yeah, so I figured out how to, I guess, make it my own, I think. And Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a well, little bit more bearable. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, where can people go to find you on all the on all the socials? It's at there? Carly Scott Collins on everything. So, But it's Carly with a K because my mom wanted to make it difficult, K. R-L-E-Y. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you are Carly with a K, which yep. is awesome. Yeah, so. like a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Well, y'all be sure to check out our girl, Carly Scott Collins. Look up the Larry Fleet Tour. What's the name of the, what's the exact name of the tour again? I forgot. Oh my God. I'm, just no, I'm putting it on you. I'm sorry. They sent me all oh, these Oh, it's literally notes. just the fall tour. The so fall that's the, tour. So there wasn't a tour name. So yes, well, there the is, fall but. tour. The Larry Fleet's fall tour, Carly Scott Collins, going to be on all those dates, kicking it off in New York, finishing it up in the homeland of Florida. Y'all be sure to go and get your tickets. And be on the lookout. New music coming soon-ish. Very soon. Very soon. New music coming very soon. Yep. Um, so y'all be sure to follow our girl, Carly Scott Collins. Stream her music. Don't just stream it. Buy it as well if you're on the iTunes train, the Google Play train, all that. And give her a follow on all the socials. Um, big believer in this girl right here. Appreciate all y'all watching this episode of Outside the Round. Shout out to our friends Big Friendly Productions, Saxman Studios, Whale Tail Media. If you guys want to know more about us, look up RaisedRowdy.com. Tell your mama and them. Give us a follow, a like, and uh, leave a review on the podcast platforms. For our girl Carly, for old sweet boy behind the camera, I'm Matt Burrell. This has been Outside the Round. One place for too long I ain't never been the best at saying I love you to a girl I love Only got a couple tricks on my sleeve They usually just make